You ever watch the movie Rush? Mm, no. I watched it the other day, and uh, it's like a Formula One racetrack, two ridiculous fail sons, sons of bankers okay. who can't do anything in the world, become professional racetrack drivers. <laughs> okay. One's Austrian and one's English. But the English one, before every race, always, like, throws up, and that's what you do before every podcast, when you just make some ethereal <laughs> noise from the depth of your chest. <laughs> well, I gotta get it out before we record. Is it like that movie Guns Akimbo? Like, it was financed by the New Zealand government, but with, like, Monaco instead? <laughs> Monaco is featured very heavily, yes, but it's probably funded by, like, weird Austrian money. New Zealand socialism is the government funds, like, $500 million in taxpayer money once a year to make the worst movie you've ever seen. <laughs> that was the <laughs> coolest thing we ever saw. <laughs> bar none. Bar absolutely none. <laughs> it's so creative. All right, all right, all right. Well, I don't know how we could not discuss Glenn Danzig's comments today, people. <laughs> oh, wait, what? What? <laughs> Glenn Danzig made some comments? <laughs> Jersey Pride, baby! Jersey Pride, a noted Jersey MVP and royalty, Glenn uh, Marie Danzig, <laughs> came forward today and said the Misfits could never be made in this era of PC and cancel culture. He's right. <laughs> He's writing, when new creatures rape your face. Okay, yeah, yeah, but then the other songs, which are just like, I'm so scary, I am a skeleton. <laughs> I am so spooky. Zombies are cool, and I want to have sex with them. <laughs> what if I was Frankenstein? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. He's great because he's like a conservative that believes Obama worships a moon god, but he himself worships a different <laughs> moon god that he believes will make him a werewolf. Do you guys remember his statements about um, why he's uh, supporting Trump? Uh, no, I don't. Hit me. <laughs> his whole thing was that the Democrats were slaughtering millions of babies a day and chopping them up and selling the parts to China. Yeah, he, that should, he should love that. Yeah, really? I thought he yeah, killed a baby today. Most, yeah, most yeah. conservatives think that, uh, you know, uh, all the Democrats are, like, socialists and we're living in, like, a communist world, whatever. Den Glan... Den Glanzig, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Danzig thinks the world is, like, one of his own songs and that all these babies are actually getting slaughtered every single day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's not trying to write a horror song. He's telling the truth about Democrats every single day. <laughs> Vampira is Nancy Pelosi. Absolutely, absolutely. I have a little uh, excerpt from an interview he did in the 90s. Okay. Uh, Glenn Danzig, quote, You know, I had a situation where Bill Clinton sent the FBI after me. They wanted me to turn myself in. Uh, <laughs> what? KNAC.com, the radio station he's talking to. Because you're a threat to society? Glenn Danzig. I guess they thought I was a threat to Bill Clinton or something. It's like, go fuck yourself. Come and get me. Talk to my lawyer. Let's go to court on this. KNAC.com. Okay, turn yourself in for what, though? Glenn Danzig. Whatever. I don't even know. Supposedly, there are supposed to be, like, five files on me, and two of them can only be accessed by the upper echelon government officials. <laughs> That's awesome. Absolutely. Like, of the two different ways that your brain turns conservative and crazy as you age with, like, a medium amount of money, like all of our 80s stars did, 
You can look at fucking Morrissey, who's just, like, getting Brexit done or whatever, and <laughs> bravely advocating for the Uyghur people on the side of <laughs> everyone else. Or you can be Glenn Danzig and believe the government is hunting you because you are a werewolf. <laughs> because you know the truth about werewolves. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, uh, Jersey Pride, shout out Glenn Danzig. Yeah, <laughs> as we said, Jersey Pride worldwide. Did you guys see this fucking, this fucking kid posted, like, a, a TikTok of him getting into his Tesla, and he's like, yo, guys, check out how fucking sick this is, and he takes out his phone, and he's like, for only $2,000, I can upgrade my Tesla and give it a speed boost. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just car DLC, that's so fucking cool, man. Literally. And then it's like, you look on his phone, and you can buy self-driving software for $10,000. I thought it came with it. <laughs> Apparently not, dude. It's all DLC. Well, I mean, to be completely fair, Elon Musk will be instituting loot boxes in the Teslas in the coming <laughs> weeks. <laughs> You'll be able to unlock new skins, new voices you can hear. As Tesla you... Battle Royale. The self-driving DLC is actually coming out like the new Minecraft DLC, where it, the, the acceleration <laughs> is going to come out first, and then later this year the brakes are going to come into play as well. <laughs> I am pretty hyped for when you can spend like $5,000 to get better brakes or like windows that break self-extinguishing batteries (laughs) yeah spend $20,000 to get out of this burning death trap (laughs) yeah I wonder what the extra unlock DLC does Look at this, guys. Now I can unlock my back doors, too. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, that shit's super cool. Uh, you guys know about the Jersey de- Deli that's worth $100 million? Ooh, really a New Jersey heavy episode here. Yeah, yeah. Real Jersey pride out this week. This is a deli that was being <laughs> traded on, like, private stock markets and, like, what? by the Tony Soprano style stock traders. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, I was gonna say, how much money are they washing? Yeah, this here? is like Christopher Moltisanti selling WebEx right now, but um, <laughs> yeah, this company's only possession is the small deli in Paulsboro, New Jersey. It's worth a hundred million dollars, and Duke and <laughs> Vanderbilt University have huge stakes in this deli. <laughs> <laughs> like multi-million dollar stakes. Okay. So whenever anyone, any fucking socialist tries to tell you college should be free, you need to remind them that Duke and Vanderbilt <laughs> University need to spend tens of millions of dollars to subsidize some sort of mob deli. This is progress. Yeah, Jeffrey Epstein was actually a chair of this uh, <laughs> of deli. this deli, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they just have the greatest pork roll in Jersey. So yeah, like... you, you stick your head in the Bloomberg terminal and you're like, all right, I'd like a pork roll and cheese on a Kaiser. <laughs> like, coming right up. Man, that's awesome. What did they What did they do? Sell an NFT or something? Uh, no, this is... You know how there are those meme stocks like GameStop or AMC or whatever... That are constantly getting pumped by people. Yeah. This one's just getting pumped by the mob. Yeah, it's getting pumped by college universities and, like, uh, financial trading companies. and like (laughs) The mob. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) The United States government. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to the Paulsboro Deli. There's no way your racist (laughs) deli is better than my racist deli, homie. (laughs) Like we said, Jersey Pride. All right, um... 
you guys saw that they they this new this new product canna bumps. What people are <laughs> s- like snorting wax now? <laughs> uh, well, the box uh, calls it a unique cannabis concentrate, but yes, people are snorting <laughs> powdered weed <laughs> now. <laughs> Does it work? Doesn't it require heat activation or? I I did read that somebody said they took it and it just gave him like a really bad headache. <laughs> <laughs> so that's pretty cool. <laughs> They'll do anything they can to gentrify weed, man. They'll make it as expensive yeah. as possible. Now weed co- now weed is cocaine and costs just as much as it, but you can only buy it from like I don't know Leslie Wexner. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> fucking really cool. <laughs> On Twitter, 70% of Republicans is trending. I think it's like FBI crime statistics, like 70% of Republicans commit 100% of sex crimes. Allegedly in Minecraft or something like that. Uh, What do you want to argue with the fucking FIB? FIB. What do you want to fucking argue with the FBI? Don't reply to that. I had to cut that in. All right, let's continue. FIB is from goddamn GTA. I'm playing too much fucking GTA. A <laughs> uh, uh, little breaking news on the New York City mayoral election front okay. in Scott Stringer has been owned by uh, sexual assault allegations. Oh. Who Death Squad has previously covered that he was the only politician to vote against the anti-North American Boy Loving Association Act in his time in the New York Senate. Uh, wait, wait, didn't we also report that he sucked the toes of some lady in, like, a public hot dog? What, no, that's Elliot Spitzer, the former governor of Damn New York. It. Well, I'm cutting that. Well, I don't know if that should be cut necessarily, because, frankly, all New York politicians show this level of depravity. Uh, Scott Stringer was, of course, the little de Blasio in that he had courted all these big endorsements from the left and built himself to this election that he was fairly certain he could win until Andrew Yang rode like a hoverboard in spinning fucking fidget spinners and just won. He's going to win 100% of the vote. He has those, like, lion sunglasses on. Like Absolutely, shutter yeah, yeah. shutter shades. Yeah, he has the Back to the Future shoe Nikes that are like fucking a million dollars. His first act as mayor is he's going to make the uncle and nephew of LMFAO re- reconcile and create a new <laughs> anthem for the summer of uh, love in New York City. <laughs> well, they're gonna come back with an album, but it's gonna be called like "Canceled for Party Rocking" or something like yeah. that. <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, God, that would fuck. Uh, anyway, the leftward flank of the uh, upper echelon of this mayoral primary is now open. The two people competing most vigorously for it appear to be Maya Wiley and Diane Morales. Diane Morales is the one nice person in New York City, and that is why she is destined <laughs> to lose to these bloodsuckers. Very uh, Maya Wiley is a noted MSNBC contributor, and I think... The idea of having, like, Joy Ann Reed as the mayor, having body experts come on stage to talk about why Bernie Sanders is banned from the city for anti-Semitism is progress <laughs> and good and normal. Uh, that's our coverage of the New York City mayoral election. Uh, Andrew Yang yeah. will rule you, and that's what you deserve. And, okay, it, it has been a long time coming. We have talked about this election several times on the podcast, but I think we're ready to give our coveted endorsement to Ray McGuire. (laughs) 
We're all currently recording from monorail-style chairs in Ray McGuire's compound. <laughs> we live here now. We're allowed to leave whenever we want, but why would we want to leave? This place is beautiful, the money is green, and we're glad he is finally taking away the stigma of being a rich man in New York City. For too long have they suffered. See my vest. Made of real gorilla chest. See my loafers once we're gophers. See my vest. Uh, yeah, the gopher that that cop shot. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get gopher loafers. God, that is the best video. He just stands on the side of his car and he's like, come on, gopher, go on, go. And it just doesn't go. And he's like, all right, fine, you're resisting arrest, I guess. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I, I told you, I counted to three. <laughs> Yeah. And the lady who posted the video was just, like, some normal, not-online person. They were like, oh, my God, what the fuck has happened? And she was like, oh, the police have contacted me and informed me this was routine, normal behavior. And <laughs> <laughs> That lady's gonna get fucking taken to a black site. It's so funny, yeah. Just, just, like, that lady is going to be in there with, like, I don't know... Malcolm X and Eminem and the other leaders of the uh, liberation movement. <laughs> Malcolm X and Eminem, similar footing. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you guys see this? Jerry Falwell Jr., who is currently being sued by Liberty University for $10 million, apparently showed up at a Liberty U party last night and invited seniors to a bash at his house, <laughs> saying, quote, we're going to have the real Liberty graduation. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I wonder what that means, wink, wink. Uh, dude, Someone's getting a train run Yeah, over. nephew, uncle, bubble party. The new season of <laughs> fucking Righteous Gemstones is writing itself. This shit is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Next season of Righteous Gemstones is going to be Danny McBride getting sued by the church. <laughs> how about uh, how about Trump's uh, beautiful, beautiful Oscar statement? Oh, uh, Matt, would you like to read really... it? Yes, as soon as I can re-find it. I'm really excited about this. I haven't, I haven't uh, read it yet. I swear to God, they're censoring our president. It's like white from the internet. <laughs> Add. Okay, here it is. Here it is, I found, of course, attached with a tweet that says, Sir, this is a Wendy's. <laughs> nice. Owned, owned, dunked owned on with him. an oh, ad for man. Wendy's. That's right. Buy a Baconator, <laughs> Mr. President. Get destroyed. Like, How uh, will the former president recover from that one? Well, he would, he would be like, I haven't eaten that trash in years. <laughs> he's, like a, he's a McDonald's only guy. The bigger square. What the? Yeah. Why is it a square? We can't have that. We're going. We're going round. We're going McDonald's. We love the McDonald's. We love the Burger King char, don't we? Don't we? <laughs> he 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 goes. He wants to have like a meeting with the Burger King. <laughs> <laughs> really... Listen, listen, Jared. Jared's told me you're a great guy. I know your your cousins or something. I would like to organize. I have a, this wonderful deal with the Saudi Arabia. <laughs> they have this money. It's made of blood. We need to import it to this country. Wendy's Wendy, uh, me too, Trump. <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good! Save America. President Donald J. Trump. April 27th, 2021. Statement by Donald J. Trump, 45th President of the United States of America. What used to be called the Academy Awards, and now it's called the Oscars, a far less important and elegant name, have the lowest television ratings in recorded history, oh! even, much than la even much lower than last year, which set another record low. 
if they keep with the current ridiculous formula, it will only get worse, if that's possible. Go back 15 years. Look at the formula they then used. Change the name back to the Academy Awards. Make it so politically correct and boring. And do it right. Also, bring back a great host. These television people spend all their time thinking about how to promote the Democratic Party, which is destroying our country, and cancel conservatives and Republicans. The formula certainly hasn't worked very well for the Academy. Wow. He is back. Oh my god, he's back on top. It's so cool that they're like, you can't have a Twitter anymore. He's like, fine, uh, give me the most presidential looking thing you have. And that is what all the tweets will be out on from now on. It looks like a statement from the desk of the president. He's like, the pathetic Oscars and their ratings. Oh, who's, who's this Oscar anyway? <laughs> he's, all, he's One of his big complaints is the name change. And the name hasn't changed. People just call it the Oscars. Oh, my God. This guy rocks. He's, things. he's gotten even cattier. He can be now. He's back He's back in his castle fully. Who's this ho- he doesn't have who's to, this he host? He doesn't have to stay in this shitty rental anymore. Oh, my God. That made me cry. That shit was so funny. There are no hosts at the Oscars anymore. There are no stars at the Oscars. <laughs> I, I'm, I hereby as the ex-president pardon Gary Glitter. <laughs> who, who hosted the Oscars? Fuck if I, have I know. No idea. Who do you think? Who do you think he wanted to host the Oscars? It was probably Kristen Stewart from Twilight, and he wanted Robert Pattinson from Twilight to host. You can do so much better, Robert. There is no host. Oh, in that case, uh, I stand in solidarity with President Donald Trump. <laughs> He's right. Get the get a host back in there. What the get fuck? a host. Specifically, make it like Tim Allen or Seagal <laughs> or Clint Eastwood, but he has to say what he's really thinking. Uh, things like <laughs> things of this nature. Uh, I would certainly watch. There's a tweet I saw in reply to his statement. That said, he used to tweet daily about the stock market. Where are Trump's press releases about the death of suburbia and the stock market crash that was supposed to happen when voters rejected him? <laughs> he used to tweet daily about the stock market. No, those were the tweets that other people wrote. The ones he wrote were just like, yeah. again, Gene Wilder isn't a star anymore. Bye-bye, honey. Johnny <laughs> Depp is in about the new fucking Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, it'd be like about how like Augustus Gloop is not fat enough or something. It's not cute something, enough. Something more specific. Augustus <laughs> Gloop is not handsome enough. I tried to get them to cast Eric as Augustus Gloop, but they told me he wasn't <laughs> fat enough, so I tried to fatten him. I said, eat piggy eat. <laughs> I, I don't know how old this picture is, and uh, this isn't going to work very well in an audio format. But, you know, just between us, I just love this picture of uh, Bolsonaro, like, just showing a pack of cigarettes to one of those birds. <laughs> Are you sure it's a pack of cigarettes? I'm almost positive it's it a It looks pack like of cigarettes. cigarettes. I also believe he's trying to teach the bird how to smoke because he wants to smoke cigarettes <laughs> with the bird. I believe the bird is his friend and his new justice minister right. after Sergio Moro. Right, the bird. He's gotten into so many. You know, he's th he's thrown fists with these birds so many times. He that's a peace offering. Exactly. I, you're right. He's bringing them offerings. When Lula <laughs> I, wins the next Brazilian election by like literally twenty points, his plan is since he doesn't have popular support of the people, he will lead an emu revolt to take Brasilia <laughs> and then the country. 
<laughs> I found a, a video, like a YouTube channel. A guy actually has a few of those birds as pets that uh, Bolsonaro is always fighting or like making love to or riding or chasing, frolicking <laughs> with. And they're like, they're the only like giant bird that like can't just fucking kill you. <laughs> like, uh, what do you mean it like, can't they... fucking kill you? I, I disagree. That bird could kill you if it wanted to. No, th- this guy, this guy, the he has a, a boy and a girl, and the boy doesn't like him at all, so it's always biting him and shit, and he's always having to, like, push it away, and, like, you have to go, like, at it, and shit, uh, but he's fine, he just gets bitten up, sometimes he bleeds, but, so, that's why Bolsonaro can tangle with these, because they can't kick him to death. <laughs> I just figured they could, they really look like... Raptors? They look they look very raptor esque, but they have like skinny legs. Oh well, you're that's saying, a shame. You're saying Bolsonaro could overpower this bird? Uh, I don't know. I'm am saying if <laughs> keep it, in if mind, it, Bolsonaro has had the coronavirus approximately 100 times. <laughs> Every single variant yeah, has yeah, come from him. He's like an Ouroboros of COVID. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, maybe not then. Maybe he doesn't have the stamina required to defend off. I think they're called like a Rhea or a Rhea. Uh, bring back large, flightless land birds in the U.S. <laughs> Absolutely. Give some to Donald Trump. Make them his friend. He'll love that. Oh, he would be disgusted by it. Oh, good God. Birds. Yeah, I Donald Trump had a big bird. I bet he wouldn't even want to be near a bird. They're disease-ridden. <laughs> I don't know where that bird has been. <laughs> I bet, like... I bet, like, the amount of pigeons he's kicked is, like... <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's comparable to the amount of dogs he's kicked? Or homeless people. I feel like he's been oh, yeah. around less dogs. <laughs> That's probably true, yeah. He, he has a KOS policy for dogs in his house. Yeah, and I feel like dogs can judge character, a pigeon cannot. <laughs> you know? Alright, boys. We've got way too much content at this point (laughs) you guys want to start here all right sure welcome back to boomer death squad the number one podcast on the rudy giuliani left i am your host (laughs) zipper joe uh okay the rudy giuliani left is the uh left tower um (laughs) hi i'm uh damn i never put any thought into these me neither (laughs) <laughs> I forget that we do it, and then it happens, so I'm like, fuck, I gotta come up with something. Dan Carlson. <laughs> I was gonna go with Danny Dershowitz. Danny Dershowitz, there we go. <laughs> Get a little bit of alliteration in there. And uh, I'm the host that kept this podcast together after 9-11. <laughs> he got me there, you were. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, folks. We had a a very long cold open this week, um, so this is really more of a one-topic episode. But um, I promise it's a it's a good topic. Uh, so if 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 you've existed in the United States the last week or so, you will know that the FBI raided Rudy Rudy Giuliani's what was it like his personal office or something? It's compound. I think it's like his apartment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, right. And they they seized his uh his electronic devices. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, I wonder what he was doing on there. <laughs> yeah. He's like calling the FBI. He's like, "When can I have my cell phone back? Please, pretty please." And they're like, "Not until further notice, Rudy." Yeah. <laughs> Not till the end uh, of the day. Yeah, it was pretty amazing when that happened. Uh it's like the funniest thing that could have possibly happened. 
Joe Biden came forward and was like, no one told me this was happening in advance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they bay, have, they bay have pigs Biden with this one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, Let's hope that this is the Biden administration's bay of pigs. Let's <laughs> really hope. Yeah, Jesus Christ, you're probably right. Uh, now he's going to, go, not literally another bay of pigs, a la for Bob Menendez, New Jersey senator and Cuban crusader. Uh okay well okay so giuliani in his his first television appearance his first like true statements on uh the fbi raid he went on fox to talk to of course tucker carlson (laughs) right yeah so let's get into rudy giuliani's limited hangout with tucker carlson (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah so it's it was like a 10 minute interview i we got the transcript i took most of it so let's just start out here tucker starts Now, former New York City Mayor Rudy Giuliani just learned that lesson the hard way. Yesterday, when federal agents raided his home and took his files. Dear God, (laughs) imagine Rudy's files. There hasn't been anything that depraved seen by another man since, like, fucking Nuremberg. (laughs) What age are you supposed to start accumulating files? Because I'm not sure. Yeah, I have no information. I have no intel. I have, like. (laughs) I only have a folder with 20,000 different pictures of Pepe. (laughs) (laughs) That's that's files, though. That's, like, history. I may possess the greatest collection of pictures of, uh,. Trudeau in blackface in the North American region, but I don't know how to monetize that. Ooh, a rare Trudeau. Okay. uh, So Tucker goes on. By our count, Rudy Giuliani is at least the third attorney to have his personal communications with former President Donald Trump seized by the Justice Department. Since a theme here? Like, I'd love to agree with them and say, yeah, you're being targeted by the fucking Justice Department. That's cool. But the thing Um, is, is I do sense a theme here. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) They're all direct crooks. And that was always the coolest part about the Trump administration. Yeah. That, that he was giving a platform to Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. Rudy Giuliani joins us to tell us what happened. Mr. Mayor, thanks so much for coming on. Mr. Mayor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like calling Pete Mr. Mayor. Yeah, exactly. Uh, now, if you'd been reading the Twitter feed of the Lincoln Project, the Democratic hacks who got Joe Biden elected... God damn it! <laughs> He's still he's still coping for his old co-workers. He's like, yeah, they yeah. were who did it, those rat bastards. <laughs> like, oh my god, I, oh, why? This is, of course, patently false. Like, I'm sure yeah. you, you've all heard this before, but of course, more Republicans voted for Trump in 2020 than 2016. Let's just get, get that out of the way. And most Republicans who saw Lincoln Project ads and responded to them said they felt patronizing and stupid. Yes, exactly. And wasn't it all just so that one guy could just groom kids anyway? Yes, and it was all just John Weaver's child grooming project anyway. You figured he'd at least go with that angle when he talks about it, but no, they're his friends. They're his old co-workers. Uh, Okay, so you would have known the federal agents were about to raid your home. They knew before you did, but apparently you weren't. That that is a direct. That is this is from the transcript on FoxNews.com. Just gibberish. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us what happened yesterday. Okay, so this is this is Giuliani starting. What? About six o'clock in the morning, there was a big bang, bang, bang on the door, and outside were seven, seven FBI agents with a warrant for electronics. (laughs) 
FBI, we have a warrant for electronics. <laughs> Come out with your chargers up. <laughs> yeah. And Rudy Giuliani is just in, allegedly, the room underneath his house, just full of computers. And he's like, oh boy, gotta label all these Hunter Biden real quick. <laughs> yeah, he's flushing all of his game sharks. He's like, how do I flush a laptop? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so he goes on. And I looked at the warrant and I said... This is extraordinary, because I've offered to give these to the government and talk it over with them for two years. I don't know why they have to do this. (laughs) He's offering all of his electronics to the government. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the time. He's like, come over, use my computer. (laughs) Ah, Jesus. Uh, Okay, he goes on. The agents seemed somewhat apologetic, I might say. They were very, very professional and very gentlemanly. <laughs> they were they were very handsome. It's like when the sexy firefighters come over to respond to an emergency. <laughs> He's like, they're all dressed so sharp. The only time they got perturbed is at the end of the surge when they had taken out about, I'd say, seven or eight electronic items of mine, which is what they took, and two of someone else's. He doesn't say who else's electronic devices they seized in his home. Who else does he live with? I, I don't know. He doesn't say. <laughs> is he alleging they are the Hunter Biden laptops or whatever? Well, no, because he goes on and he says, they weren't taking the three hard drives, which of course are electronic devices. They just mimic the computer. I said, well, do you want these? I know this is completely disjointed and ridiculous, but there he is referring to the Hunter Biden hard drives. He apparently, apparently he says that they came in and he said, those three are the Hunter hard drives. And they said, no, thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> They said, what are they? I said, those are Hunter Biden's hard drives. And they said, no, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 Rudy. No tricks. Real human conversations. (laughs) Uh, I said, are you sure you don't want them? The The warrant required them to take it. And they said, no, no. And one last time I said, don't you think you should take it? And they said no. That's so cool. Very, yeah, he's a really good lawyer. <laughs> so it seems that his argument is that uh, they, the warrants were for all of his electronics, so they should have taken these as well. But I wonder what the warrants were specifically for. I wonder what videos the FBI thinks Alan's got <laughs> on there. Well, the thing is, it's, they the warrants for all of his electronics, not Hunter Biden's. <laughs> you know what I mean? Ugh. Uh, okay. So he goes on. Hunter Biden's hard drives fall within the scope of the subpoena. The subpoena requires them to take all electronics, but they decided to leave that behind. And they were also completely content to rely on my word that these were Hunter Biden's hard drives. I mean, they could have been Donald Trump's. They could have been Vladimir Putin's. (laughs) It could have been anybody's. But they relied on me, the man who had to be raided in the morning. Because what? I'm going to destroy the evidence? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I've known about this for two years, Tucker. I could have destroyed the evidence years, a year. I don't. I didn't destroy the evidence because the evidence <laughs> is ex- exculpatory. <laughs> Prove that the president and I and all of us are innocent. Destroyed the evidence? I could have done that years ago. <laughs> He's so annoying. Yeah. <laughs> He's also like, yeah, I could have had Vladimir Putin's hard drives. <laughs> He doesn't have anyone's hard drive. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, 
uh, he goes on, they are the ones who are committing, it's like projection. They're committing the crimes. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm not even saying go away, but get some new material. Whatever, honestly, is this guy going to, like, keep going on Tucker Carlson and saying this, and then there will be a huge conservative consensus for, like, abolishing the FBI? (laughs) (laughs) That is uh, that is pretty much how hey, these things work. Hey, if they work. can get it done. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Cross your fingers. <laughs> he needs to start a podcast, but no one will show him how to work a computer. <laughs> he just has all these electronics. Run the jewels, but it's spelled like the beginning of Giuliani's name. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so now uh, now Tucker starts again. He says, "Well, let me let me manage to inject to say it's I think." literally projection <laughs> so they're, they're going super psych 101 on this uh <laughs> yeah i i've had a semester and a half of college so i understand freud <laughs> <laughs> exactly i understand projection as a concept uh so what we have read in the press the department of justice wants to know whether you violated the foreign agents registration act in representing foreign nationals ukraine for pay you didn't register they're saying that that may have been a crime so, so he's doing the same hunter biden scam that hunter biden was doing too more or less but it's like <laughs> <laughs> should we be in ukraine right now you get your bag in ukraine yeah yeah why aren't we on why aren't we on the Gazprom board come on hit our line hit our line yeah. we should we should be in donetsk getting our bag <laughs> okay so tucker goes on we know for a fact that hunter biden did that he didn't register under fara he represented ukrainians he probably made a lot more money than you did which is also this is probably definitely true by the way uh he also represented chinese nationals lobbying his dad and he has not been charged with a fara violation am i missing something here uh no no you're not <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, this is what an empire is yeah but what but what's what's even the point of this hunter biden broke the law differently so uh, so giuliani should, should get to yeah, exactly. <laughs> the call is not for people to not break the law in either case. <laughs> the call yeah. the call is uh to let old man Rudy out of another jam. <laughs> okay, Rudy says, "Yeah, you're missing equal administration of justice, which is what we don't have anymore." <laughs> anymore. We famously had that our entire as a country, we were famously designed Especially... on equality, not rich people owning us especially yeah, under e- the rudy giuliani administration yeah is yeah exactly <laughs> yeah rudy new york jesus christ yeah uh okay so he goes on the reality is the hard drive contains somewhere between a dozen or more violations of fara that are spelled out completely failure to register the fact it also spells out as we now know a clear violation of the gun act the application is a straight-out fraud. He says, quote, I'm not an addict. We have a picture of him five days before smoking a crack pipe behind the wheel of a car, and then saying under oath that he's not an addict. And it's the left that gets all perturbed about people who are mentally unstable having guns. <laughs> the right is completely fine with that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. The right agrees that Hunter Biden should be armed at all times. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Well, he was unstable, unfortunately and tragically. I feel sorry for that part of Hunter Biden. I think his father exploited him. 
<laughs> I mean, he's right. Yeah, that's his father. Like, that's also true. I guess. I guess his father swept him under the rug and then exploited him. Actually, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the reality is he's still a danger to the public if he's driving an automobile or holding <laughs> a gun, but they don't care about that. <laughs> an automobile, yeah. Yeah, as the legalized drunk driving party, we will just happily stand, uh, for Hunter Biden. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That stuff's cool to do. You should do it all the time. <laughs> okay. Instead, they had to break down. I wouldn't say break down but smash on my doors in a frightening way. Lucky I don't get frightened very easily. (laughs) Yeah, I don't scare very easy. Again, he's just in the sensory deprivation tank from fucking gemstones. (laughs) Yeah. I handled them very professionally, and they handled me very professionally. I want to make that point. (laughs) (laughs) Our big, strong boys, they were so nice to me. I love them. I love them when they raid my home. They each kissed me on the cheek as they walked in the door. (laughs) Uh, okay. So he says, he addresses Hunter directly here. He says, also, Hunter, I am a lawyer who has prosecuted a lot more serious cases that have been prosecuted in the U.S. Attorney's Office since I left. Not sure what he means by that. And the reality is, is that that warrant is completely illegal. The only way you can get a search warrant is if you could show that there is some evidence that the person is going to destroy the evidence, or is going to run away with the evidence. I don't think that's true. (laughs) Well, it's like, specially for, like, because he's a lawyer, that's true. But it's also like, I think Rudy Giuliani specifically would be someone who's at risk to destroy evidence, or run away with it. He's so bored right now, he's just, like, has, like, a hard drive with nothing on it, and he's sitting over the fucking toilet thinking, maybe, maybe I will destroy this. <laughs> right. He's too loud for, to be at Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> Trump doesn't want him there. <laughs> when he moved away, out of New York, he, like, took Rudy into the woods, and he was like, go on, boy, get. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he was he was he was his last like he was he was his last piece of it left, and he cut him loose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, I've had it for two years, and I haven't destroyed it. <laughs> I also got it from the iCloud. No, this is notable because at this point he points at the ceiling when he says <laughs> the iCloud. It's right up there. <laughs> it's God, basically. Yeah, he points to the heavens. <laughs> Uh, so there is no justification for that warrant. It is an illegal, unconstitutional warrant. One of many that this Department of Injustice tragically has done it. (laughs) It breaks my heart because I belong to the Justice Department, and I think I had a record that's a hell of a lot better than theirs. I'm gonna go ahead and say, uh, that's bullshit. (laughs) No, Uh, he doesn't. (laughs) Yes, exactly. People liked him for no reason because he did 9-11, allegedly. So, again... (laughs) Parody, parody, comedy show, non-actionable. Please don't sue me. <laughs> okay, uh, now we get, Tucker cuts it again. He says, Joe Biden said he didn't know, but the Lincoln Project knew. The guys who covered up child molestation. <laughs> but Joe Biden says he didn't know that this raid was coming. Do you take that at face value? <laughs> well, they told Joe Biden, but he didn't know. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> No, no, no. Again, uh, who cares? I'd like to believe Joe Biden did order this to protect his beautiful boy, Hunter, but he just 
He's not there. He's not doing all that. The only <laughs> thoughts he has are like how to make Pete Buttigieg the most hated man in America in the next three years. And he is executing that with haste. It's beautiful. <laughs> All right, so Giuliani replies to this Joe Biden comment. He says, maybe he doesn't remember. I'm not sure if he could retain anything for more than about the time it takes to read it. <laughs> Which, that's, I'm going to have to hand that to him. That's true. <laughs> but in any event, who cares if he knew or not? And the reality is the Lincoln Project knowing means that they have a serious leak and a very important investigation. We have been warning of that for two years. What the fuck is he talking about? He's not talking about anything at yeah, all. Yeah, now he's like, the Lincoln Project has informants within the FBI. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which he's known for two years? What? Like... <laughs> Whatever. Oh, that's cool. And it's yeah. like, the Lincoln Project is the FBI. It's a pot of oil. I don't know what yeah. to tell you, buddy. Like... Yeah, the Lincoln Project is the FBI and Tucker Carlson is the CIA. This is intra-agency warfare. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> Okay, so now Tucker uh, talks again. He says, but let me just ask you. So now they've taken your phone. They've got all your texts. They've got all your digital communications. So unless you've been in mass 12 hours a day for the last five years, is there anybody who in the Justice Department was out for you? And they've got every text you've ever sent and every email that they couldn't find something to charge you with? <laughs> Do you think this is going to remain a far investigation or could it get uh, could it get much bigger quickly? So, of course, that is a that's a good question on Tucker's part. He's like, Rudy, are you sure you haven't com uh, are you sure you haven't incriminated yourself in the last, you know, two decades? They have every message you've ever sent <laughs> since, since being the king of New York City. Yeah, and it's like, I, I, I watched this part in the interview because I was like, there's no way Rudy just sits fucking poker face through this. He gets nervous as shit. He starts, like, biting his cheek. He puts his tongue in his cheek. He, like, looks to the left. He gets nervous as shit, and then he completely ignores it and says, well, I think it should get much bigger. <laughs> I think they should be investigated for blatantly co violating my constitutional rights. So I think that pretty much answers that question there. Rudy Giuliani looked to his left because he thinks they're coming to get him. <laughs> it's the final scene in The Sopranos where he's just sitting there. <laughs> yeah. They're coming or they're not coming and it doesn't matter because this is my hell. <laughs> oh, the, the scene that was actually inspired by the Hillary Clinton campaign commercial? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how that happened. <laughs> yes. What'll it be, Bell? Children? <laughs> I think I'll have the child soup today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He wants Glenn Danzig because he thinks his skull would be the best to eat a drink of chrome out of. Uh, okay, hold on. Let, let's uh, let's finish this um, conversation up real quick. Just a couple more sentences. He says, uh, I think they should be investigated for blatantly violating my constitutional rights, the president's constitutional rights. In the middle of the impeachment defense, they invaded, without telling me, my iCloud. <laughs> <laughs> just reiterate, just got to get that in there one more time. Just <laughs> so have to password guess him real quick. <laughs> yeah, his, his password was password with two fives for the S's. <laughs> very good, very good. <laughs> Thankfully, Rudy Giuliani is tapping the greatest legal minds of a generation for his defense. <laughs> in, uh, he's invited Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> <laughs> This is by... Oh, Jesus. 
Azuin Subsang and Adam Ronsley. Okay, we're gonna let Matt Matt uh, take the fall for that one. Um, <laughs> cut cut all of my attempts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. So, yeah. Let's uh, let's start this article out here. On Wednesday, the apartment and office of former New York City mayor and Donald Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani was raided by the feds. On Thursday, he picked up the phone and called Alan Dershowitz. <laughs> it was the next day, so he did spend the night trying to call other people. <laughs> yeah. No one was around. Uh, quote, I had spoken out on a number of times against the raid. And on Thursday, Giuliani called me and asked me if I would share the view, if I would share that view with his lawyers, Dershowitz, a celebrity attorney and Democrat who served on then President (laughs) Trump's defense team in the first impeachment trial said in a phone interview Friday morning. What a way to describe Alan Dershowitz. Celebrity Alan Dershowitz, attorney Dershowitz Democrat. noted Democrat, yeah. <laughs> I also love the phrase celebrity attorney. Yeah, yeah, it is cool. He was just like at the OJ trial and he pretended to prosecute some mob guys, allegedly. <laughs> yeah. Well, do they mean he's attorney to the celebrities or do they mean he is a celebrity and an attorney? Oh, well, he's point. Stick around, we'll get to the bottom. He certainly <laughs> wrote a book called The Case for Israel, either way. <laughs> Very Democrat thing to do. All right. Um, goes on. Dershowitz continued that he would be happy to talk to Giuliani's lawyers about the Fourth Amendment issues surrounding the search of Giuliani's apartment and the seizure of some of his electronic devices as a sounding board. But he noted that he hadn't heard from his lawyers yet. Dershowitz said he has agreed to offer Giuliani and his team quote constitutional advice following the raid, but isn't one of his counsels of record. So, no one's contacted him at all. He heard about this, and he wanted to just throw his name out there. (laughs) Right. Tag me in. Tag me in. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I did just look into it. Dershowitz claims that he voted for Clinton in 2016. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? (laughs) Yeah, cool. (laughs) I I don't not believe him. Well, they know each other. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Hang out in the same circles. They're all friends of Harvey. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right um quote you do a search warrant only when you have reason to believe that the lawyer would destroy evidence Dershowitz said adding that the fourth amendment provides particular protections when it comes to lawyers and doctors and priests anybody who has privileged information lawyers doctors and priests uh, people who notably wouldn't destroy information <laughs> yeah okay yeah, yeah ex- <laughs> this is funny yeah. so what you can get out of having to tell on anyone you know by claiming to be a priest <laughs> i'm ordained yeah yeah the church of life that's the boomer death squad position get ordained church and no fucking snitching yeah <laughs> get ordained and make it illegal to be raided or whatever dershowitz said <laughs> yeah yeah you get it you get a knock on the door you say alan dershowitz said it's illegal <laughs> god bless have a blessed day <laughs> All right. Uh, prosecutors are reportedly probing whether Giuliani violated lobbying rules in his campaign to oust the then U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, Marie Yavanovich, in the spring of 2019, according to The New York Times. So this is what he's being accused of, which, of course, like in the Tucker interview, they they couldn't even begin to like explain even close to this. <laughs> well, Rudy certainly wasn't going to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
This is so. And Tuck and Tucker loves having things explained to him, so he wasn't gonna explain it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is so perfect. He was just trying to get the U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, who is basically the leader of the Ukraine, fired. Yeah, exactly. So it explains uh, what they were talking about in the interview, the the Foreign Agents Registration Act. It basically requires Americans to register with the Justice Department when they seek to influence the the U.S. on behalf of a foreign principal. Uh, And the investigation is reportedly looking into whether Giuliani's quest to oust Yavanovich was carried out on behalf of a Ukrainian official. Okay, so the question is... Was Rudy doing this for the sake of a Ukrainian guy or an American guy? If it's a Ukrainian guy, he goes to jail. But if it's an American guy, that's cool, normal, and just how politics works. If it's an American guy, he gets a promotion. Precisely. (laughs) Well, that's very exciting news. Yeah. Uh, Dershowitz was a member of Trump's legal defense during the 2020 Senate trial. And Giuliani, of course, led, with Trump's blessing and support, the Biden dirt-digging expedition that directly resulted in the Trump-Ukraine scandal and those same impeachment proceedings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, the reaction from Zelensky will always be the funniest thing in the world. And they brought him onto the news and they were like, so, about Donald Trump and the uh, phone call, how was that? Because that, like, he was polling, like, plus 10% over the uh, guy he'd beaten last time in the upcoming presidential election. Yeah. It looked good, but then his approval rating in the Ukraine fucking plummeted after that. Now it looks like he's behind the guy who he barely beat last time. Right, because Donald Trump was too far to the left. So he's just <laughs> sitting there with death in his eyes of like laughing like, ha 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 ha, very funny, yes. I love the joke. <laughs> oh, oh my god, it is wild. Nice. Alright, so... This is a super short article, and uh, we're going to finish up with this paragraph here. Dershowitz's involvement in the Giuliani case largely mirrors his involvement in, in advising a defense team for another Trump friend, pillow entrepreneur Mike Lindell, facing a <laughs> $1.6 billion defamation suit from vo- uh, Dominion Voting Systems, of course, over his false claims about the company. Lindell turned to Dershowitz to provide advice on the case. While not an attorney of record in the Dominion suit, that seems to be a pattern. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put my name on it, but let me tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Derf- Dershowitz has offered legal theories for the <laughs> legal theories for the Lindell legal team to pursue regarding the possible First Amendment implications of the Dominion suit. I cannot possibly imagine what bullshit is, is grounds for the First Amendment in that shit. It's a bunch of really bored old men, and they're getting themselves in trouble because they're so bored. <laughs> We need something in this country for old people to do to keep themselves occupied. Yeah. A make-work program where we make old people, like, pave the roads and <laughs> stuff like, you know, mine for ore. <laughs> Does the U.S. have any, like, significant amount of ore? Or, uh, we used to have a lot, now we just take it from the global south, generally speaking. But uh, oh, uh, Dershowitz uh, offering legal theories calls back to this thing the A-Lab podcast talked about very briefly, where it's like, uh, if you are a professional legal professor, like he was the youngest person to ever become a legal professor at Harvard, I believe, or at least he was for a time. Yeah. All of your understanding of the law is strictly in this, like, theoretical academic sense, where once it goes into a courtroom and you're talking to, like, a judge who has to hear, like, you know, 90 other cases that month, it's just like, 
no, shut up. <laughs> right, and that's why he's always <laughs> not officially exactly. So uh, he's just going to know. offer these like hand grenades of or hand grenades of Antioch to whatever fucking <laughs> conservative thing is uh, getting sued for defamation for accusing like a billion dollar company of being run by the devil or whatever. <laughs> right, right. I don't know. Maybe it's like when Kanye makes an album and he brings in a bunch of people, <laughs> and Boney Vare is on like one song and it's great. You know what I mean? He's not like. <laughs> He's not necessarily the star of the album, but you, you'd really miss the whole thing with Dershowitz him. is the chief Keef chorus on Hold My Liquor. <laughs> it's, it, he, I was going to say he's the bony bear mumbling in the beginning of Hold My Liquor. Giuliani's legal defense should be a rap album with everyone that Donald Trump pardoned on it. <laughs> Rod, yeah, you'd get some pretty good verses on there with Kodak and Lil Wayne. I would like, they should do like a cypher. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Roger Stone like is like pulling up his shirt to show his Richard Nixon back tat like he's like flexing it. That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Should I drop it on Eminem? Probably not. <laughs> I took my orange four inch door inch. <laughs> Man, that guy is a fucking genius. You remember that picture? It was like Eminem putting up a middle finger in his pocket, and someone's like, oh my god, he's putting up the middle finger in his pocket, and someone replies like, this man's a fucking genius. <laughs> god, that's so Yo, the fucking subliminal, cool. <laughs> the subliminal messages that he sneaks yeah. in. White America! <laughs> I could be one of your kids. <laughs> Little Eric looks just like this. <laughs> Wait, I got one more. I got one more. Rod Blagojevic, I sold my Senate seat for cash. I got Barack Obama in the stash. Thank you for listening to Boomer Death Squad. You can follow us on Twitter at Boomer Death Pod. We have a Discord link in the bio if you're Rod Blagojevic and you'd like to knife fight me in the 7-Eleven parking lot tonight at midnight. I've been Joe. Uh, I've been Daddy. And I've been Matt. Bye bye. See ya. Toodles.